cancer is the second leading cause of death in the U.S., close behind heart disease. So when there's talk of a new cancer drug discovery, patients and their relatives often want to know more about the pharmaceutical and when it might be on the market. For our Beats Me series, WUWM innovation reporter Chuck Kornbach tells us the answers on availability often depend on clinical trials. Grafton resident Jackie Inarelli is a quilter with no sewing room in her home. She often uses her sewing machine at the kitchen table. Inarelli is doing a lot of quilting these days, but over the last decade, she hasn't always felt up to it because she's had two bouts of breast cancer. The disease is currently in remission. But Inarelli sent us a Beats Me question asking that when we report on possible cancer drugs, that we look into the clinical trial process and how long it takes pharmaceuticals to reach consumers. I just had a friend who had cancer 15 years ago, and she just died a month ago from this same kind of breast cancer. And every time anyone talks about cancer, it is still the big C. And so you want to find out as much information as you can. The answer to Inarelli's question often starts at a national network of research centers that get funding from the federal government's National Cancer Institute. The Medical College of Wisconsin is part of that network. More than 250 clinical cancer trials covering at least 13 types of cancer are underway there. Dr. Stuart Wong is a professor of medicine at the college. Wong is also a researcher who runs clinical trials involving volunteer patients. He says those trials only start after much testing in the lab and on animals, and the focus is both on how much harm the drugs may cause and how well they do. In the laboratory, you look for effectiveness, and in the animal studies, you also look for effectiveness. Uh, but when it gets to humans, a great deal of concentration is made on safety and side effects, toxicity, and then you get back to the efficacy, how useful is it in killing cancer cells. Wong says some of the trials can take years, but he says the Food and Drug Administration, or FDA, which both has to give the go-ahead on clinical trials and gets the final say-so on market approval, has sped up some things. Maybe a new drug has some very early promising evidence, and then it can be fast-tracked in response to uh, the fact that there are patients, real patients out there with serious uh, life-threatening diseases, and this is the response. But while there have been many advances in cancer drugs, controversies remain, including over transparency. NPR reported last month that Canada has decided to post online many company-generated documents summarizing the methods, goals, and results of clinical trials. The U.S. FDA usually treats that information as confidential. Other reports show the pharmaceutical industry, which funds some clinical trials, continues to try to win over researchers and physicians with financial incentives like paid speaking engagements. Dr. Wong says he and many of his colleagues choose objectivity. I personally, for instance, don't do any of the talks and I don't go to any of the dinners because I'm a researcher and I want to stay as objective as possible. Wong adds that if he does go to a company-sponsored dinner, he pays his own way. National media also report that to some extent, women and the elderly and more often racial minorities are underrepresented in clinical trials. Dr. Jordan Berlin of Vanderbilt University Medical Center agrees the record falls short including on minorities. 
there are a lot of reasons, historical and otherwise, that have led to this. And overcoming this, this is not necessarily an easy task, but I know a lot of us have been trying very hard to do so. The Medical College of Wisconsin says it expects its investigators to follow federal policy and require equity by gender, race, and ethnicity for clinical trial enrollments. The college says from July 2017 through June of this year, 55% of research subjects were women. The medical school says it's working to increase minority participation by using culturally sensitive navigators and translation services. Even with refinements in clinical cancer trials, an MIT study last year showed only a small percentage of those drugs win FDA approval. In Grafton, Jackie Ainarelli says she's not surprised. But it still offers you some hope because they're still working on it and they haven't given up on it. Chuck Kornbach, 89.7 WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Support for Innovation Reporting is provided by Dr. Lawrence and Mrs. Hannah Goodman.